Hey guys, it's CS Joseph with csjoseph.life. Do another episode for season 22. This is episode 14. What are the cognitive transitions for ISFPs, also known as the Druid, also known as the Artist? Uh, these people live in the moment, uh, all about what they feel, what they value, principles, etc. Trying to get other people's attention. Sometimes they could be referred to as attention whores, let's be honest. Uh, also, all about what they want, making their own decisions. They like keeping their options open. It's kind of like an ISFP I talked to recently who, uh, for some reason, thought it was an okay thing to, uh, you know, well, you know, I do kind of like my ex, and, you know, we can get back together because he still loves me, but I want to see who else I can be with. I, I want to see I want to see if there's anyone better, you know, and it's like, okay, wow. So you're doing that thing that people, that you're criticizing other people for because you expect them to be loyal to you, but then you're trying to keep your options as well, and it's like, well, wait a minute. Maybe all those crusaders out there all of a sudden are really justified in keeping their options open too, because it's like, okay, if that's what you're gonna do, then you know. And it's usually because you're assuming that other people do it when they don't actually. But hey, I mean, what is expert intuition trickster for, right? You assume that you know the intentions and desires of other people because you project your own desires on other people, which is not true. I mean, welcome to Introvert Intuition Child, folks. It's a child. It behaves like a child. It needs to be punished like a child. Like, you know, taking away their freedom or taking away their choice, taking away their options, right? Well, you know, that's the, uh, that's the ISFP way. So, anyway, it is what it is. So, yeah. Their background types, they're behind the scenes, uh, so they're very informative, so they're very indirect in their speech, they're very vague people, uh, not so direct. Uh, sometimes they avoid conflict, oftentimes uh, they do this. Uh, uh, it's very outcome focused, they're not going to do anything unless they get something out of it, uh, which can honestly really make ISFPs some of the more selfish of all the types. Uh, so you kind of got to be careful around them. But ISFPs are insanely artistic in a managerial position. They can they can increase productivity, production efficiency, and quite frankly, ISFPs are also really amazing at uh, you know operations like business operations and whatnot. Also being leaders of bands and uh, you know or any type of uh, creative uh, situation. But, you know, the dark side of that is that they're also really good at being pimps. And oftentimes, it's pretty common for ISFPs and ENTJs to pimp and pimp out people, basically. A lot of people don't know this about Wayfarer types, but it's actually a thing. Uh, it's pretty, it's kind of common uh, for them to, uh, to pimp out. Um, in fact, uh, the... Uh, the former girlfriend or cohort of Jeffrey Epstein, a known pedophile and sex trafficker. Uh, uh, his girlfriend's name was Slane Maxwell, and uh, she's a Wayfarer type. You might want to think about that, folks. Just understand that, you know, people, like, can be pretty evil as well as they can be pretty good at times. And it's necessary that you folks out there identify with villains. 
so that you can see just how bad your personality can get. That way you're not walking around being like those wayfarers who value themselves a little too much, if you know what I mean, because they do. And ISFPs are no different. ISFPs can be very delicate people, very precise, very artistic, and uh, very creative, um, very nice, very caring individuals. But they can also, like, sell people downriver at the same time. You know, uh, and it's usually because their ESFJ shadow ends up believing that they deserve it, that they deserve good things. And it's because it's like, okay, well, no one thinks highly of me when I constantly do the good thing. I'm not going to do the good thing anymore. Uh, I'm going to do what I think is right for me. And it just becomes this giant selfish, uh, you know, this giant selfishness uh, situation which can lead to a series of problems, especially for ISFPs. And then even more, they can't deal with the reality of what they've become. And ISFPs probably more than anyone else in, in all of the types, ISFPs live in denial the most. And that's a huge weakness that they have. And we'll talk about that during this lecture as to why they're so heavily in denial. I'll give you a hint. They live so much in the moment that oftentimes, because they lack TI entirely, they don't understand the truth of the expert in sensing reality within their heads. So they end up believing with their TE inferior beliefs that as long as they don't talk about it, as long as they don't admit it, then it's not real. And then they could just shove it under the rug. This can actually lead to a form of depravity where they end up committing heinous acts of evil or evil in general, right, heinous or not, they can be evil people because it's like, hey, as long as I don't talk about it, it's not real. It's literally, you know, ISFPs are those people that are like, hey, I can't see you, you can't see me. It's really annoying and honestly, it's really sad. That's probably going to fall. Camera might fall. Who knows? Let's try to fix that here. Uh, okay, that's, I think it's better. So yeah, probably gonna have to get like a some super glue or something or some new glue for this uh, camera mount. But hey, we'll see what we can do. So yeah, cognitive transitions, ISFPs. So uh, so yeah, they're background types. Um, they're also uh, they're also uh, artisan types, uh, which is a temperament. If you wanna learn more about temperaments, uh, watch season 15 playlist here on this YouTube channel. We deleted a lot of the playlists to make it easier for people to find stuff. So uh, check out the playlist. They've been trimmed down. I, I hope it's a lot easier for people to navigate this channel because it's been so difficult. Uh, but check that out. Um, artisans live in the moment. They're very interest-based. Uh, ISFPs are kind of those people that, like, they're not really going to do anything unless they get theirs. And it's really, really hard to find an ISFP that's willing to be self-sacrificing either for the greater good or because it's the right thing to do um, because their introvert intuition child combines their FI hero and they become insanely selfish with their choice which causes which which puts other people at risk an example of an ISFP being selfish with their choice is when an ISFP gets their paycheck and they end up going to the bar and they end up pissing out their entire paycheck in one night because they just get so drunk and spend their entire paycheck on alcohol and they end up just pissing it out and they wonder where all that went. 
you know, trying to be the high roller, trying to have the high life, which can happen, you know, for ISFPs. And, uh, or, or they're that ISFP that goes to the casino, because ISFPs love casinos in general, and they like to sit at their lucky slot machine, and they're there for hours pressing the same button, thinking that something good's going to happen, and it doesn't, and they end up squandering all their money. So oftentimes, ISFPs, they squander their money. Now, if they're put in charge of someone else's money, if they're ENTJ subconscious, they can generally do a pretty good job, but when it comes to their own money, it's a problem. And in my coaching practice, especially with, uh, I mean, the problem is definitely there with ISFP women. You know, they spend a lot of money, you know, on clothes or things they don't even need. Men, it's the same. They spend money on toys. Everything's all about toys. And ISFPs, they love their toys. Trust me. As much as, I, as, much as NFPs love their toys, too. But ISFPs, or ESFPs, but SFPs, ISFPs especially, love their toys. It's all about toys. And the thing is, is that toys to them give them status and they draw their status uh, from having toys. That's why you have television shows like Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Why is it named that? Well, because the mother of the Kardashians is a Wayfair. Kim Kardashian is a Wayfair. The idea of keeping up with somebody is, uh, that is a colloquialism where you're trying to match somebody else's status or have greater status than them. And ISFPs get constantly, constantly caught up in that. Just like that movie, A Star is Born, you know, uh, where you have Bradley Cooper competing with uh, uh, his uh, lover, Lady Gaga, in this film. And they're both wayfarers in this film. And uh, it's just leading to a serious, you know, bad relationship that's very toxic and an example of a relationship that I wouldn't recommend because it's Wayfair on Wayfair. You know what I'm saying? So, based on that, like, you don't want to go down these paths. And yes, ISFPs, I'm letting you know that you guys can exhibit these bad behaviors and I really don't want you guys to be emails. That's why I'm you today because I want you to be emails because you struggle more than anybody. You know, my father, he had that problem. He was in jail.
probably in July or uh, August, but in a different format. Uh, so also the eight rules for love lectures also be re-released in a different format. We had to change things up for the sake of the business, etc. So we'll make that available in the near future. Um, so, but the point is, is that cognitive transitions is you know you got to you got to keep track of those. Why? It's because whenever you're taking the MBTI test, you're like, oh. I'm this type, I'm an ISFP, or it says I'm an INTP, or I'm this, or, or it says I'm an ISFJ today, or whatever. And people think that these letters are changing. No, they don't change. If you're an ISFP, your ego is an ISFP, but your subconscious is an ENTJ. Your unconscious is an ESFJ. Your superego is an INTP. And uh, these are the four sides of the mind of an ISFP. You literally have four people, four personas, four spirits, basically, living inside of your head that make up you. And your cognitive energy can shift between each of those different personas, and you can be like a completely different person. This is why, you know, sometimes in your life you're like, oh, hey, you know, I, yeah, I really want to do this, but one side of me is like this, and another side of me is like, nah, I'm not sure, or another side of me is like, yeah, I really want to do this, I'm not sure I really want to do this, you know. And that's where that comes from, folks. That's honestly, you know, the the difference. Uh, but a lot of people, you know, don't, they're not really cognizant or understanding what it means because no one's provided them with the way to define it. And we define that by the four sides of the mind. That's how it's defined. So, but cognitive transitions, you can go into a chaotic transition or an orderly transition or simply, so ISF, for your ISFPs out there, a good transition or a bad transition. That's simple, right? So a good transition is very orderly. And you want to have as many good transitions as possible because that builds physical neural pathways in your brain to allow you to transition in that good manner, in that orderly manner, instead of neural pathways that cause your brain to be predisposed to transitioning between the four sides of your mind in a bad way. And, uh, you know, there's four cognitive gateways in your head, and they represent four of the cognitive functions, your hero function, your inferior function, your nemesis function, and your demon function. And these are the gateway functions into each of the four sides of the mind. And you got to, like, be careful with that because, hey, those cognitive functions, you know, you want the proper neural pathways built. And if you're constantly drinking alcohol and pissing out your paycheck every weekend, oh, there's my puppy dog. Um, if you're constantly doing that, then you're going to find yourself in a situation where you have bad neural pathways, which is just going to lead to even more bad behavior later. And you're always going to be in a rut. You're not going to have any joy in your life. You're going to be super unhappy. And uh, no one's going to want to be loyal to you. No one's going to think highly of you. You will have only fake status because you're just trying to put out this bullshit perception in front of other people because you're so afraid of people thinking you're stupid and you're just putting out this perception but everyone sees it and no one's willing to tell it to you because you're so sensitive because you have FI hero and in reality everyone around you actually just thinks really less of you and doesn't actually want to be around you because you're you're so selfish and whatnot so my puppy likes uh, he likes a, a old Starbucks uh, cups apparently <laughs> He's pretty cute. Yes. I'm really nice to him right now all of a sudden. Now he just woke up from a nap, that's why. So, hey buddy. So anyway, 
These are the cognitive transitions. And in order to reach enlightenment, the four sides of your mind have to be brought together. In order for you to become whole, and in order for you to become holy, which means complete lacking nothing, uh, uh, in order for you to become the best person you are, to have a truly meaningful life as an ISFP, you have to be able to bring all four sides of your mind together and work in unison. This is who you are. This is why you are. This is absolutely necessary for your own personal growth. You can't, you can't uh, live life without having that. Otherwise, you're going to find yourself, you know, underdeveloped, and then you're going to have quarter-life crisis because you're irresponsible AF, or you're going to have a midlife crisis, which means you're prideful AF, or you're going to have three-quarter-life crisis and you're still a fool at three-quarters of your life. You know, which it's, it's terrible. And then you're going to have final life crisis where you die a meaningless existence because you uh, you ended up dying in a drunk driving accident and it was your fault. Congratulations. You played yourself. But, you know, such is the way of the ISFP. ISFPs are not aware of the consequences of their actions. At least the ESPs are honest about it. They have no clue no clue what the consequences of their actions are, but for some reason, you ISP, ISFPs, including ISTPs, both you type, for some reason, pretend that you know the consequences of your actions, and you really don't actually. You really don't. And you guys need to understand you have that weakness. And you just end up becoming hyper-reactive and not proactive, which causes other people to think you're stupid, basically. They think less of you, and they don't want to be loyal to you, and your performance goes down. Your performance goes down because you're not aware of consequences, because you are very impulsive, and you don't ask other people advice for decisions that you make. You're super impulsive, and that causes your, um, honestly, it causes uh, your freedom of choice to give other people bad experiences. It makes them unsafe, and that's why we have to take away your freedom of choice and put you in jail so that your freedom of choice no longer harms or puts other safety at risk or takes away their freedom. Because, you know, everyone knows ISFPs are some of the most controlling of all the types while you're also the most in denial of all the types. Dangerous combination, don't you think? Maybe you guys should, like, have self-respect and figure that out. Maybe. It might be worth it. Just saying, you know. But, hey, you know, ISFPs... They're super great, right? Yeah, sure they can. They're great when they're super nice, when they're really righteous people, when uh, when they're not being super lazy and idle, when they're outworking everybody else, when they actually care about what it is they're actually doing in their life, what they're actually producing, when they actually care, and then they're rewarded for it. You know, but I get it. ISFPs, you know, they have to deal with people taking advantage of them sometimes, like in a work situation. The thing is, is the ISFP has to realize they made the choice to work for that person to begin with. And you always have the choice, at least in our country, to walk out on the job. Oh wait, that actually happens often with ISFPs, you know? So just understand that that's a, that's a huge, that's just something that happens. You guys gotta be aware of that. You need to be open to that, you know? You gotta become self-sufficient, you know? You, just, you have to do that. But hey, you know, you know, best not best not be pirates. And that's another thing ISFPs really struggle with. Because your guys' minds are so disjointed like everybody else's, because of the four sides, you end up thieving, you end up stealing. 
it's so interesting to see an ISFP woman, for example, keep her options open when she has a dedicated ENTP man who has his own car, has his own job, has his own place, he's got his life together, he's actually brilliant, and he's a martial artist, really fantastic fellow, but uh, I'm not sure I want him because I want to see what else I can get, you know what I'm saying, and it's like, wow, wow, and then not only that, she sees somebody else's boyfriend that she wants, and then she ends up being the other woman in the relationship, because I just want to try it out, I just want to see if I can get him, and she doesn't even realize that she's being a wayfarer thief the entire time. Literally being a wayfarer thief. Literally using other people. Which is really sad. It's really, really sad that they do this. And no, and then she starts complaining about how no one thinks highly of her. And then she has to move across the country because her reputation is so bad. She spent all of her reputation in the other place. And she's worried about people not valuing her anymore. She, she's afraid that people don't think highly of her anymore at all. She constantly has to put up a facade or a mask or has to lie consistently to people, put up a perception and just be fake. Because, I'm sorry guys, but ISFPs are some of the most fake of all the types. Absolutely some of the most fake of all the types. And, you know, it, you know, philosopher types, they got some serious fakeness going on, but wayfarers have some really serious fakeness going on. And that's what happens when you, when you have, you lack SI and you lack uh, TI, because when you combine TE and SE together, it's like, it's mostly facade, and ISFPs oftentimes live their life in facades, because they're like, hey, as long as people think I'm cool, I can get away with whatever I want, and then they end up becoming like thieves, and they end up stealing from other people, including in relationships, including at jobs, plagiarizing, whatnot. although plagiarism is more of an INTJ problem, and not so much an ISFP problem. An ISFP is more likely to just cut class, you know, uh, than than a uh, um, than an INTJ would. Although I don't really know many ISFPs that do cut class, but it does happen. You know, it's more of an STP thing, quite frankly. Um, so, so with that being said, you know, cognitive transitions, guys. This stuff is important because if you don't learn how to master your functions you're going to start exhibiting these really bad behaviors. And these behaviors are going to be semi-permanent in your life because you have neural pathways pre-built in your brains because you've been transitioning incorrectly. You've been transitioning with bad transitions, transitioning with chaotic transitions. You can't do this. So let's talk about why that's necessary and why that's important, shall we? So the first gateway is the hero function. And the hero function is the first function to develop. Second function is the child function. Everyone thinks it's the auxiliary function. Everyone thinks, which is also known as the parent function. That's wrong. That's fundamentally incorrect. Like, that's just not going to happen. Because you don't develop your parent function until adolescence. You first develop your hero, then you develop your child function, and then your inferior function. The inferior function happens, you know, the inferior function developing right after the child is kind of like, you know, uh, some teenage girl getting pregnant and having a baby when she's 14, 15 years old. That's literally what is going on in our heads, right? I wonder if that sounds familiar to some of you ISFPs out there. Anyway, the point is, due to that lack of responsibility, that mental teenage pregnancy is happening, right? It's because the parent function isn't there to have that, uh, 
you know, role of responsibility to exert itself upon the rest of the functions in the head. It's got a child to take care of, it's got an infant to take care of. It's trying to come in and handle things and set the house in order. And the hero's too busy out there saving the world and being a bad example to the child function and the infant function. But the parent function only develops later, it develops in adolescence. The inferior function develops third. And that's why when we're raising children, parents need to focus on developing, you know, when raising a child in their childhood, developing their inferior function. Then in adolescence, stop raising the child and instead start teaching the child. And then they need to help them develop their parent function. And then when the parent function is developed, that's when you can start transitioning into your ego through your hero function in a good transition, in a responsible manner, so you can be personally responsible. That way, you stop being idle and lazy and wasting your life on World of Warcraft for six years. And instead, go get a nice paying job, have your own place and your own vehicle, run over a woman with a forklift, and then all of a sudden, three nights later, start banging her, and you're still in a fantastic relationship with that woman uh, eight months later. And I'm actually talking about an ISFP that I know, and that's a true story. But the point is, he got his shit together, okay? He got his shit together so well, and he started outworking everyone so well, that he made a name for himself at the warehouse that he's working at, such that the secretary of the warehouse and management decided that uh, she wanted to have a relationship with him. Well, he actually decided he wanted a relationship with her, and he initiated with her, and she did not reject him. See, that's how awesome ISFPs can be, because they don't have to worry about fear of rejection anymore, because, you know, he's got status that he earned, not status that he took from other people. Why? Because he's being personally responsible. Why? Because his parent function is developed, right? Why is it developed? Because he's focusing on becoming responsible. Everyone needs to earn queen. Everyone needs to earn king. You know, King, Warrior, Magician, Lover by Robert Moore and Douglas Gillette. Check that book out. Everyone needs to earn king. And for men, that is have your own home, have your own car, have your own job. In Western society, that is. It's all about being self-sufficient. Now, granted, I recommend people have multi-generational families and it's different in the Middle East, and I understand that. But the Western societal version of that is you are 100% self-sufficient, and that's what women want, and that's what women respect. Women want to be with you in your own castle so they can decorate and change their, your castle to their liking and make it better, and that's fine. My wife does a fantastic job in our castle. It's great. I'm really impressed with her, what she does, what she does in the kitchen, what she does in the living room, what she does in everything. She literally threw a pool party for our animals recently. That was really cool. You know? That's awesome. But the point is, you got to have the ability to develop personal responsibility so you're having positive, good transitions in your mind. Otherwise, you're going to be irresponsible for the rest of your life and then pissing away your, your, uh, your paycheck every weekend as you're trying to go out there and make yourself look good. ISFPs, stop being irresponsible and trying to make yourself look good. How about actually being good? Get off your ass, because you, you folks are typically the most idle of us all, and actually start producing, and producing more than you consume, so that you have a reputation for actually being good, instead of trying to look good, and then you wouldn't have to go impress strangers at a bar 
pissing away your paycheck every every time payday comes around. Wow. Stop being hedonists. It's not so much you're being a hedonist as much as you are being an attention whore, quite frankly. You're being an attention whore. You're trying to gather all this attention from strangers and not actually real people that you have relationships with. Do you know what that means, ISFPs? That means if you do that, you are pathetic. That's what that means. Wake up. Don't be those people. Instead, be somebody who is effective. Be somebody who can outwork anyone. Be somebody who is diligent. Be someone who is actually good. Not just trying to make people look good so that people truly think highly of you. Instead of, because when you actually try to be fake and have this facade and make yourself look good, guess what? Your TE inferior is so insecure, people pick up right on it right away. And your any trickster doesn't even tell you that they know what you're up to and you're just trying to look good. That's why these women don't have any respect for you. That's why men don't love you. That's why men would cheat on you or abandon you and move on to somebody else because they know that you're just trying to put on a face. And it's not real. You aren't real. That's the problem. You want to be real? You have to earn it. That's the difference. But instead, you want to just look good or you want to rob somebody else or steal it from somebody else for yourself instead of actually earning it. That's a problem, ISFPs. You can't do that. You can't do that. But if you're living your life responsible, producing more than you consume, very diligent with your virtue, instead of being so idle and trying to take the easy route, trying to cut corners, because that's what you guys do, you cut corners. You know, I, I know an ISFP who built his house, he didn't cut any corners on his house. But he built a house for other people, and he cut corners on them all the time. Wow. And everyone knew he did. He used to say his home building business went under. Thank God, too. And then he had to pay the price. He, he, his, his wife almost divorced him because he wasn't bringing any money. And uh, she actually they actually separated for a while. She completely abandoned him. She was the SFJ. They had a golden pair and everything. She still abandoned him. But he finally got his shit together. He realized that he needs to take full responsibility. He needs to admit to himself and say it, actually say it out loud, that he screwed up and that he needs to fix it. He needs to stop being denial and have his head in the sand, and he actually made it work. And then he was able to perfect his craft, and no one does what he does better than him now. It's almost perfection in everything that his hands touches because he realized, hey, you know, my name's on this, and if someone's going to buy this or use this, my name's on it. Because he realized the value of his reputation. All you ISFPs out there putting up a facade, ha! Let's talk about the second transition real quick. The inferior function. You guys are so afraid of what other people think on you, and that's why you put up these facades. That's why you guys are so fake. That's why you guys, you know, it, and it's so ridiculous. You want to be seen as the leader. You want to be the leader. You want to be Napoleon. You want to be the you want to be the star. You want to be the center of attention. That's what you want. But are you earning it? No. You're usually taking it or you're usually faking it. Stop justifying NFJ behavior with their bullshit. Fake it until you make it because you are a bad example to the NFJs out there who think they can do that. It's so terrible. That, 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 that negative bullshit camaraderie is passing on from you guys over to the, to the NFJs. 
and the NFJs are failing in their lives because you guys are being fake and they're mirroring your fakeness because they see you guys looking like you're successful and faking it until you make it such that they mirror that behavior and thinking that they can do it too, which just destroys their lives and is destroying your life. Wow. Thank you for perpetuating the cycle of abuse out there. You know, don't even get me started about pimping because I could go on and on and on about that. The point is, you guys get so prideful. You guys get so prideful. You find you 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 go out there, you research something, you hear something somebody says, and it makes you feel special. You think that you have special knowledge that no one else has, and you feel so special about it. You get such a huge grin, and you guys feel so special and make yourselves look so special about this, and people around you are just like, bro, that's not that important. You think it's important. It's not. You know, bro, that's not really that important, or that's not that special, or, you know, or as or as my wife says, oh, you think, you think you're that good to, to get with that guy and sleep with him? Yeah, well, guess what? Anyone can have sex. Yeah, that's, that, what a nice achievement. Look at all those notches in your bedpost. But, you know, that's nice. Congratulations. Anyone can do that. And you think you're, you, you think you're special? You know, just like what the angel said to Adam in Paradise Lost. When Adam goes and Eve, you know, she's, of course, naked and smoking hot in, in Adam's eyes. And, and then she walks out of the dwelling and he turns to Angel and he's like, Wow, man, is this she so beautiful? She's so smoking hot. I am tapping that ass. And the angel's so repulsed. And he's like, dude, you do realize the cows do it, right? You do realize that you're no different than cattle, right? You do realize that if you carry on like that, your woman, your wife will never respect you. Adam freaked out. And he's like, well, what do I do? I don't want I don't want Eve to not respect me. And the angel looked him right in the eye and he said, well, as long as you constantly esteem yourself for the rest of your days, she will never lose respect for you. All of a sudden, Adam started being a little bit more diligent. Something you ISFPs need to start figuring out. You need to be diligent. You have to earn your way to success. You guys just have to know you have SE parent. You guys can perform pretty well. So you can perform so well and then with precise precision of performance that if you guys don't give up and you guys actually practice, you will be successful. It's guaranteed. Guaranteed success for you. You just have to get off your ass. <laughs> you got to stop looking the part and actually be in the part. You know what I'm saying? Otherwise, you just cover up, you know, you cover up your insecurity with the fact that you're so afraid of people thinking that you're stupid, but because you're actually doing it, it creates a self-fulfilling prophecy. Your facade, your fakeness, causes people to believe that you're stupid. It actually causes what you're trying to avoid. And not that you're any trickster can figure that out because it's completely unaware of what other people are, are getting at from that, what the decisions that they're going to make because of you, you know. But then you start being responsible and realizing that they're having a bad experience from you and that your freedom of choice is putting them at risk, so you stop being so fake. And then they actually start respecting you. Then they actually start thinking that you're smart because they realize that you're not being fake. Because it because the smart thing is, it's smarter to earn your way instead of steal your way or fake your way. That's when you look smart. Oh wait, that's when you actually are smart and then people start treating you that way, right? That way people aren't talking about you behind your back, you know, saying how much of an airhead you are, right? Or 
usually they're not talking about you at all because you're completely irrelevant to them because you're so fake. So annoying. Stop it. You played yourself. Anyway, beyond that, then you have your guys' worry. Your worry is about, you worry about other people, about you being uncaring towards other people. And it's usually because you're so selfish and so inward focused on yourself and how you feel that you're not taking care of what other people feel. So this is pretty easy. You start caring about other people. Chapter 9 of the book called Crush It by Gary Vaynerchuk, someone who was a bronze pair with you folks, you might want to consider his words. And it goes like this, and I quote, care. If you care with people, if you care for people while you're performing for others, if you mix care with your performance, you will double your success, triple your success. And you won't have to, and then, and then you will become wise. Because ultimately, it's really foolish for you to be selfish. Just like it's very prideful for you to put on a facade. If you guys let go of your facade and you just be real with people, people won't think less of you anymore. You won't have to be so afraid anymore and it will give you confidence. You won't have fear of rejection anymore because you're just straight up real with people, even about your own failures. Imagine an ISFP who's able to admit that they're not that great. Able to admit their flaws audibly to other people on a regular basis. When they're able to admit these things, so powerful. It causes people to be loyal to them. They think highly of them. Wow, that guy is so super real. He ain't fake about anything. And he's super diligent in what he does because he knows he has to practice because he's being he's being honest with everyone that he's not that great, but he's going to be great one day because he's practicing. He ain't fake until you make it. He's the real deal, man. He's the real deal. And that's what people will say about you. And they'll actually talk about you because all of a sudden you're relevant because you're real. No one out there who's a star, no one out there who's famous because I know how much you crave fame, no one out there who's famous didn't did not work hard for it. Every one of them out there worked hard. All of them. All of them. You don't believe me? You ISFPs who are always buying your stupid lottery tickets all the time. Every now and then when you ISFPs get to your lottery ticket and you win and then you go blow it all on hookers and blow and you lose all that money because you didn't work hard for it. Right? You see what I'm saying? All those people out there who did work hard for it, you know, they didn't fake it till they make it. And it's no wonder they're famous. It's because people regard them a lot higher than you. Get over your worry. Get over that. It leads to foolishness where you are worried about other people valuing you. How about you just start caring? And if you make sure that you have the self-discipline through your introverted sensing critic to and do what you should do, and if you care for people at the same time that you're performing, wow. You will be literally the greatest ISFP that walks the earth. Amazing. Everyone will come to you. Everyone will want to hear your valuable opinion because you're not fake. You're real. And the fact that you're real, that makes your opinion more valuable than anybody else because it's FI Hero and TE Aspirational. Let go of your pride, guys. Let go of your pride and engage in humility and recognize that you're not that great and you don't really have that much status. That, but you tell people that you're going to earn that status because you're honest about not having status, but you're going to earn it and you work hard and you're going to not be idle and you're going to be diligent. And then you're going to earn your way instead of steal your way or fake your way, right? This is who you are. And then you won't have to cover it up with pride anymore and fake everything. 
You could actually be honest with everybody. You could be authentic, as those FI users claim to be. You know what I'm saying? You can actually be authentic for once. Awesome. That's amazing. You can be a good example of other people. And then you won't be foolish anymore because you're giving over your worry, getting over your worry because you have concrete proof to show for your work at the end of the day that you are a very caring person. And you don't have to worry about that anymore. And then at that point, you are responsible, you're humble, you're wise, and then you have, at the end of it, the fourth transition, the fourth transition, which is where your hatred is. And everyone that's giving you crap and attacked your status in your life, instead of hating them, you'll start loving them because you realize that you are fake to them to begin with. And it actually is your fault. And you're not afraid to admit your mistakes anymore. And you're actually like a human being for once. Oh, hi, Wassy. Yes, yes, on the show. <laughs> on the show. <laughs> All right. All right. Here, I'll hold this and you can pull them out. I got it, I got it. Thank you for holding it. Yeah. So, um, TE Aspirational will start aspiring, and then you'll realize, you know, all those people that, uh, you know, didn't really want to hear your input, didn't want to hear your opinion, and you got, like, screw it, I'm just going to do what I think I want to do, and then you end up destroying your life in the process, and, you know, pissing away your paycheck, for example, because you weren't getting status, and you get so upset about it, and then you become so idle, and it's just like, I don't care anymore. Well, then you realize it was kind of actually your own fault to begin with. You were creating a self-fulfilling prophecy, and then you stop hating people, and you start forgiving them. You start forgiving them. You start loving them because you realize that, you know, maybe they weren't so bad after all. Maybe you were the one who was bad. Maybe you were the one that needs to fix that. You know what I'm saying, folks? Like you need to do this, guys. ISFPs, you are some of the most special people out there. Like, I love your type. You're my bronze pair. I, but I see you guys get so selfish. I see you guys being so fake. I see you guys stealing each other's boyfriends or girlfriends or other people's, uh, you know, stealing fame, copying things, plagiarizing music at times uh, from other people. And it's just absolutely ridiculous. And I gotta be honest, it's just... It's really sad. It saddens me to see this from you guys. You guys produce some of the most amazing art in the world, uh, and as well as some of the most amazing music. But you guys can get so selfish and so self-centered, and you know, and then you keep your options open, and you're, you get you expect everyone to be loyal to you, but you decide to not be loyal to anybody. It's literally a double standard. You're being a hypocrite and a thief at the same time. Or you're being fake, and you wonder why no one is loyal to you. You wonder why everyone thinks you're an airhead. You wonder why. It's because all these things are happening to you, and you don't have to do this. Your INTP superego will be out there and engineer ways to harm other people, and you will literally plan out how to create outcomes of harm towards other people because you hate them because they don't want to hear your input. They don't want to hear your opinion. The problem is your opinion is fake. That's the problem. It's fake. So what business do you have being butt hurt when no one will listen to your bullshit opinion? Have you ever thought of that? Think about that. It's not real. No one wants to listen to something that's not real. And yet then you blame them for not caring about your opinion. And you say that they're stupid or that they're bad people or that, oh, they hurt my feelings. Wow. That's so wrong. It's your own 
fault, guys. You can't do that. So instead, forgive them. Realize that they were just protecting themselves from your fake opinion and your fake status. And instead, realize that now that you have real status, because you earned it and you worked hard and you were the most diligent of all the types, and you're no longer in denial, and that you're this better person in like every single way, because of that, all of a sudden you realize, you know what, maybe those people weren't so bad. It was actually my fault. And then you could take responsibility for your actions. And those people all of a sudden do think highly of you. And they forgive you. And they are loyal to you. And they speak highly of you to other people. And you have an amazing status, an amazing reputation, and where you are even famous among people. Isn't that amazing, guys? That's what you could have. You could have that. You just have to wake up, guys. You just have to understand the truth about who you are. Master your cognitive transitions. Build the neural pathways you can for good behavior in your life. And I promise you, you will be successful and it will be a great life. No matter how bad things get out there, it will be a great life. You have my word. So, Anyway, folks. If you found this lecture useful, helpful, educational, enlightening, please subscribe to the channel here on YouTube. Also, leave a like while you're at it. Uh, if you have any comments or questions about ISF, please, please please leave them below. I read all of the comments, just so you guys know. And uh, a little bit of a shorter lecture, but it's cool. It's in this driving, and hopefully the sound is better. Um, I've been adjusting the gain, and I think the sound is better. It looks like it's better, at least from my end. So, But yeah, folks, uh, awesome. Only two more episodes left for Season 22. And uh, with that being said, I'll see you guys tonight.